Okay. Well. All right. Well. That's enough. <clears throat> yeah. No yeah. more. No more of that. Can't stop the signal, Mal. Um. I just was reading. Um, did y'all see the the latest from the Gateway Pundit about Biden? Oh, oh no. And the Secret oh. Service. Oh, the secret. Oh, 2009. Where, yeah, the apparently. He, um, he groped an agent's girlfriend or something. Right. But the. Uh, but he's the decent candidate. Remember. Well, this was this was back in 2017. Um, there was a published a claim from an anonymous former Secret Service agent who said they had to protect female agents from Joe Biden. Uh, quote, due to Weinstein-level stuff. Whoa. What? Ficus. Yeah, we had to cancel the VP Christmas get-together at the vice president's house because Biden would grope all our wives and girlfriends' asses. He would mess with every single woman or teen. It was horrible. Wow. The agent also also claimed Biden would walk around. I can can believe. (laughs) Yeah. The agent also said Biden would walk around naked in the VP residence. Ew! Yikes! According to the one, yeah. According to the source, the secret agent once got suspended for a week in 2009 for shoving Biden after he cupped his girlfriend's breast while the couple was taking a photo with him. The situation got so heated, the source told Cassandra Fairbanks the others had to step in and prevent the agent from hitting the then (laughs) then vice president. And 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 then it goes on. This is um, while the. Uh, while the MSM simply ignored the alleged breast-grabbing incident, Judicial Watch filed a Freedom of Information request and were told the file was destroyed. Yep. So something yep. happened. Yep. And the Secret Service says the file was destroyed. Yep. And remember, set your Wayback Machine all the way back to 1975 and Richard Nixon. It's not the crime. Right. It's the cover-up. Yep. But again, Joe Biden is the decent candidate. Yeah. Joe Biden is a gigantic fucking piece of shit who uses his position to do whatever the fuck he wants and lord it over everyone else. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I watch his stumblings, you know, whenever he does a press, not a press conference, because he doesn't do press conferences, but when he does a taped presentation and still flubs everything. Oh, yeah. I used to feel bad because it's just it's just terrible. But you know what? This is karma. No, he's just an evil (laughs) son of a bitch. At, at, At this point, it's karma, though. Yeah. He's losing his shit on national TV. And, and I don't mean like he's upset. I mean, he is having his brain stripped away from him and it's being documented on TV because he's the only person, he's the only Democrat they could put up against Trump. You You know, I still don't understand that. Yeah, I don't either. I I still don't understand it. Honestly, the only thing that makes sense is they don't know if they can cheat enough to win. So if somebody has to lose because the Democrats eat their losers, they do not, they have not in my lifetime ever run someone that lost an election again. Yeah, but, right. but Biden's lost lots of elections. 
Yeah, but he has failed to secure the nomination. Yeah. So is it is it a matter of like, oh, it's his turn now? Or is it just like, well, if somebody (laughs) is going to lose, let it be Biden. He was the most he was the most viable not Bernie they had. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Maybe everybody just secretly hates him anyway, and they're just offering him up as a sacrifice. Well, or or they're so confident in their ability to cheat. Is that Schwartz making cat noises? Somebody's somebody's, sometimes somebody's (laughs) somebody's imitating (laughs) Tig. You're gonna have such a fun weekend. Oh boy! (laughs) Yes, we have a house guest. A fellow squirrel, and and he's he's gotten in a catnip, folks. Yes, he's in the cat. His his he's does, in his does, catnips. You better does, get him. Does he have Does he have medicinal catnip? No, does he no, have, he does not. Does he have catnip gummies? You better put him back in the basement and lock him up. I know. He's, That's it. He's out of control. So, so this is, so, so the Biden thing, the Biden thing also mystifies me because so, so they've agreed to three presidential debates. Yeah. I don't which, know what's going on. Which there. Is, the first one is in Cleveland. Yes. Which but, I'm a little concerned. Yeah. Biden, <laughs> a little concerned. Biden can't get through a teleprompter recitation yeah. on a taped friendly I know interview. it's going to be marvelous what what are they thinking i mean yeah, the only thing i'm thinking and this is this is me getting way too 3d chess into it what if biden's doing a rope-a-dope what no way. no he is again no this is unlikely but It'd be a hell of a strategy if Trump goes into this thing thinking Biden is going to drool all over the place and he's going to talk. He's going to pull a Gary Busey and talk to the lamp. Hello, lamp. (laughs) And doesn't bother. No, I don't need to brush up on anything because this guy's a fucking he's he's lost it. And he goes into the debate unprepared. And all of a sudden, Biden's like, well, actually, under subsection 53-A, you're actually not allowed to do that. I don't think so. That's not going to happen, Jay. I I know. That's not going to happen. But my devious little fucking Sicilian brain is going, what if he did? That would be the (laughs) smartest fucking thing he could have done. It'd be amazing. Because he's got the media fully covering for him right now. But, but Jay. You know what he just said? Jay. He's like, Jay. I can't believe you turn on the TV and you see two out of three commercials have a biracial couple. If Trump said that, they'd, they'd be burning Oh, my city. God. Did he just say what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and guess no. what? No. You cannot find evidence of it on fucking Google. Jay. Wow. Wait, wait. I can refute, I can refute your premise with one statement. Yes. In, in the entire what 40 years of Biden's political career has he ever ever <laughs> even once shown enough intelligence to pull something like that off that is a very good point he would have to have been playing rope a dope for the for past 40 years 40 <laughs> years and i don't yes. i don't buy it <laughs> yes 
That is a very good counterpoint, and and I will definitely I grant a, I, you that. I, I watched a video this week, and I can't remember who put it out, but it was it was kind of brutal. Um, it was video from I think it was 1988 when Biden got busted for all the plagiarism, and it was it was an interesting video on a certain couple levels. Number one watching it you're like oh this is what journalism is like <laughs> wow people actually like investigating stuff and and showing the truth and and holy crap, holy crap. like this is this is what it used to be like and but it was uh you know biden he plagiarized like two speeches and then and yeah. then they went back and they found out he oh Okay. That was his 88 presidential campaign, though? Yeah, right. it was 88. Right. And, um, but the takeaway quote from this whole video, I should post it on the Squirrel Report page, was um, Biden said, I've done stupid things, or I've done dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the takeaway quote from this whole thing. But so so think about 1988. The the Democrat nominee was Dukakis. Yeah. Dukakis. <laughs> Michael Dukakis from the great state of Massachusetts. So I'm wondering if even back then, you know, the only reason the only reason the press dug up dirt on Biden is cuz they didn't want him to you know, they didn't want him to be the guy. In in eighty eight, yeah, it's hard to imagine any scenario where Michael Dukakis was the better candidate. Yeah, I mean, you have to understand, we were so thrilled in Massachusetts that Dukakis was running because it meant there was a chance he would get the fuck out of Massachusetts. <laughs> The running joke was if he won, we were going to change the name of the state to Massachusetts because we sent the ass to Washington. <laughs> this is a guy who, who was wildly unpopular in his home state. Yeah. This is a guy whose wife drank rubbing alcohol to get away from him. Oh, oh, I'm going to hell for that. Oh, Oh, I'm going to hell for that. People, we're going to get angry letters. I'm sorry. No, we're not. <laughs> this is a guy who appeared in a tank with oh, a helmet on, yeah. looking like Snoopy. Yeah, he, he was a super he, dork. They thought this was a good look for Michael Dukakis, who was, was appearing in a tank. Well, we have a long history of, of unfortunate... Democrat candidate photos. Remember um, John Kerry in the bunny suit. Oh God, John Kerry. <laughs> uh, bless his heart. In interestingly <laughs> enough, Donald Trump got more electoral votes than George Bo W. Bush either time. Really? Yep. Hmm. Yep. George Bush. That? I'm positive about that. I checked up on it. Because Bush got... never. Bush never broke three hundred. H W or W? W, not oh, H W. Okay. 
because because HW rode in on Reagan's coattails and, and yeah yeah he got like four hundred and something. I yeah. mean he pretty much walloped. But I mean again he ran against Michael Dukakis. For yeah the Christ's problem sake. the problem with HW is people thought they were electing Reagan part two and they got you know they got a Bush they got yeah. a Bush. <laughs> I mean they they got the best Bush but that's like saying you know I've got the best venereal disease yeah. And speaking of Bush can can I just say how fucking ironic it is that the media is now fawning over George W. Bush because oh, yeah. he said unfavorable <laughs> things about Trump. George fucking Bush. They yeah. fucking fake a fucking memo yeah. accusing him of going AWOL and now he's their rising star. Called him, Ooh, called, him, called him Bush Hitler every day for four years. Yeah, Chimpy McHitler. There yeah. were paper mache heads of him with a Hitler mustache. Yeah. And now he's oh oh look he doesn't like Trump. He's he's back in our good graces again. Yeah, I, don't I honestly I'm disappointed because I thought George Bush was better than that. Apparently not. And not that he has to say nice things about Trump. He just has to keep his fucking mouth shut. Yeah, but they can't do that. You know, they're all they're all wrapped up in that. See, here's the yeah. thing. You got you got all the Democrat, all the Republic Democrats, all the Republicans have made so much money over the years with their with their political consultant game. And and being, you know, the the you know conservative thinkers and all this kind of shit. And then and then Trump rolls in, tells them all to fuck off, ignores every <laughs> single one of them. Couldn't give the couldn't get the time of day for any of them, and they're pissed off. And now, and they're just a whole. It's like the, it's like the, you know the the Republican Party elite or whatever is just one big clan of never Trumpers because yeah. they're 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 pissed off that he came in and upset their little apple carts and you know. That, There's a, a pretty good case to be made that Trump is actually a third party candidate. I agree. I agree. Because you know, he, he, he rolled in and basically took over the Republican Party and made it made it his bitch. But I mean, I, you know, I mean, let's be honest. It's not like that was tough. This no. was a party that gave us fucking Mitt fucking Romney. You know, we got John McCain, who at least at one point in his life was a badass. And then mm-hmm. Mitt fucking Romney. If you if you called up Hollywood Central Casting and said, "We need a generic Republican," Mitt Romney would magically appear. He would show up, and boom, he is your generic Republican. Look, I've got great hair and a yeah. and a million dollar smile. Look at me. What do I stand for? I don't know. Not a it doesn't thing. matter. Yeah. Mitt Romney, who they also called Hitler. Mitt fucking Romney. Oh, yeah. This guy is like when white met bread. You know? <laughs> it's to, to, to quote, what was... God, where is that from? Oh, God, this is driving me nuts. Yeah, oh, it's Herb Powell from The Simpsons. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> anyway. 
Mitt Romney all of a sudden now has gravitas because he spoke out against Trump. I mean, it just right. It's it's comical. It really is. It's we we're seeing this cast of characters that the media shit on for decades, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, 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 you spoke out against Trump. All has been forgiven. Your past transgressions are no longer. I you think. Have been I accepted. think the more interesting point is why are they speaking out against Trump? I think that's the more interesting point. Because well, why they, is George Bush speaking out about against Trump? Because his buddies hate Trump. Because well, all his all his buddies lost their cozy consulting gigs with the Republican, the Republican Party. Yep. Yep. There you Follow go. the money. Yeah. Yeah. That's, of course, you, that's why. And, and again, and it's 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 not Republicans versus Democrats. It's them against us, and yeah, us being the people. Career politicians, and I, versus... and yes, yes, career politicians against the rest of us. And and honestly, and I I think Trump scares the shit out of them. I hope he right. does. Who was right. who was our who was your 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 guy that spoke at the Democrat convention? My guy, Kasich. Yeah. Oh God, Kasich. Oh, Kasich. I'm so sorry. Oh, Kasich, I, sorry. Every time yeah. he comes up, I I feel like <laughs> I should. I need to apologize for the entire state of Ohio. Yeah, well, I, I have I'm to so apologize sorry. for but, but Mitt Romney, point. John Kasich, Kerry, and Dukakis. Kasich, well, okay. Kasich, Kasich is another one of those Republicans who's, you know, he's not a Republican. He really is not. No, he's a he, Republican. Yeah, but he was—he was in the Republican Party. He was elected. Well, okay. Repu- so you, but yeah, but the yeah. Republican Party is full of those assholes. Yep. Yes. Olympia Snow. Susan and Collins. and they are more, they are more comfortable with the Democrats than they are with the American people. Yes. They are and, more and comfortable that- with amongst their peeps with the Democratic Party elite yeah. than they are with the American people. Now Trump. Trump, you know, he's he's a rich guy, he's the president, but he's not one of them. Mm-mm. He's in fact, Trump's happy sitting around eating Big Macs and talking to people like like that actually work for a living. Yeah, which they would. There, never do. there was a video that that just got released this week, this past week, where Trump was caught on a hot mic, and ooh, Trump on a hot mic. But it went viral for all the right reasons because Trump on hot mic. Where was this? Oh, it where... was in it was in like Kenosha or someplace, and he was wherever talking it was to the like the police and fire guys and stuff. Yeah, like that. he was like hanging out, and he was like totally jovial and hanging out and saying, "Yeah, we're gonna help you." And he he was like he was he was like a real guy. And I can't see anybody in the political class doing that with, with yeah. you know, the sheriff of so-and-so town. No. I could see Joe Biden trying to sniff them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they had, they did this, um, they did this thing where, the, you know, they've got this new this new narrative where it's like, oh, well, you know, Trump's going to win on election night. But then when when they wind up counting all the mail in ballots, uh-huh. you'll find out that Biden actually won. Mm-hmm. So so they did this. So, so the Washington Post 
the Washington Post did this like war gamey kind of thing, right? Where they they acted out, you know, election night and what would happen and stuff like that. But the people they picked to play the Republicans were just a bunch of never Trumpers. Yeah. Which which is interesting because just the overall premise, they are projecting so hard they might as well open a fucking drive-in movie theater. Oh yeah. Because what they're saying is, we know Trump's going to win, but we are going to cheat our motherfucking asses off right. to create doubt, just like we did in 2000, which is why it infuriates me to see Bush saying a fucking word. Right. Literally, all you have to do is shut your fucking pie hole, work on your ranch, shut the fuck up. Don't give them anything, but he can't resist it. For whatever reason, he can't resist it. But after what happened in Florida, just that, that unholy travesty. And for our, our younger listeners, just read up on it. It is positively infuriating. Google hanging Chad. Oh, my God. Because they, they went in. Florida was close in yeah. 2000. And, and the election hinged on Florida. If it went for Bush, he won. If it went for Gore, he won. When the polls close, oh, first of all, first of all, the media called Florida for Gore about eight seconds after the polls opened. Yeah. And then had to say, well, actually, there's a whole Western panhandle mm -hmm. that's heavily Republican. And when all was said and done, Bush was up by about 5,000 votes, more than 5,000 votes. But Gore, Gore conceded and then unconceded and then demanded a recount. Right. And they, they started, and I swear to God, I'm not making this up. They started finding. Yeah, mysteriously ballot finding ballot boxes <laughs> full of ballots. And, and when they were... opened these ballot boxes, every single fucking vote in them was for Al Gore. Yeah. Every one. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Shocking. Oh, we found a ballot box. Right. We found uh -huh. one. We found one. At one point, the Democrats locked themselves in a room with the votes to do the counting. Oh, no yeah. Republicans they, they wouldn't present. even They wouldn't even let the Republicans in. The, they wouldn't the, even let the media in. No, and the media was like, lick, was, was tongue in their ball sacks, for Christ's sake. Yeah. And they were like, no, 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 you guys stay outside. And then when the Republicans were like, this is bullshit, it was Republican mob. They're trying to frighten the counters into changing the election, blah, blah, blah. It was... It was the the just unmitigated power grab. Yeah. I'd like to note right here that at that that was the last election I voted for Democrat. I voted for Al Gore in that election. Brita. Full disclosure. I I still love you. I just want I to know. I know. I I had an epiphany. It was okay. Yeah, and and but it's just it, that I still remember that. I still remember yeah, that night. I and, and it was, you know, we went to bed not knowing who was president. We woke up not knowing who was president. I think it was November before they finally said this is enough. And then and then Bush spent you, the, for his entire first presidency being dogged as, well, he's, he's not really the president. Al Gore right. is actually the president. Much like Donald Trump has spent his entire first term 
with the whole Russian collusion, they're still pulling that bullshit. It's been thoroughly <laughs> debunked. Oh, it has yeah. been investigated. It has been found to be a complete and utter fabrication. And well, they're still, still trotting out the nice people bullshit. Yep. It, Not exactly. only that, but they're, they're they keep saying, "Well, he didn't he didn't win the popular vote." Yeah, right. Like that matters. Like that's even a thing. <sighs> it's called the Constitution, people. Yep. Well, they there's a reason that. because if we if we actually did go by the popular vote, first of all, a you would never see another Republican president again, and b you they would only have to they would only have to campaign in like five cities. Right. Oh, Jay, they wouldn't have to campaign at all. Well, yeah. No. Also, good luck changing that because you need what three quarters of the states to agree. Yeah. Good luck on that. Here, Montana, you want to make sure that you never ever see a fucking candidate or another dime of federal money again? Go with the popular vote. They at least have to pretend to know you exist. But yeah. I remember 2000. I remember that. It went for Bush's lead went from 5000 to 500. Well, 2020 and is going to make 2000 look like nothing. Yes. And and they they stopped, they finally the Supreme Court stepped in and said this is fucking ridiculous. And of course that was well, the Republican Supreme Court stopped the recount even though Gore was clearly winning. Blah, 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 blah. And yeah, I I think that this election is going to make us pine for the simplicity and the gentility of the yeah. 2000 election. Wait, wait till the Democrats come up with, with all these quote mail in ballots that were mailed in late or something. And, yep, and they've then already they'll be proven. Like, you know, they'll be like suing to, you know, oh, you have to let these in. Oh, oh people, they're oh, not oh, going to oh, sue. Every court matters. Blah, blah, blah. They're not going to sue. There's going to be riots. There's. We we had well, seen be riots, the template. No matter what, they've yeah. rolled the template out already. If it is literally anything other than either a Trump, a Reagan eighty four esque landslide, it won't help. It's it's going to be horrific. It's going to be horrific, no matter what. The Democrats, dis- the Democrats have already decided they're not going to. They're not going to concede no matter oh, what. Oh, they and they've telegraphed that. I honestly think that if if it comes back and Biden wins, Trump is going to be like, "Fuck you all, I'm going back to making millions." Bye. Well, of course he will. You know, well, the Democrats are like, "He's not going to concede." He's oh. already bye, bye, bye. and it's like, well, "Oh, let's stop. Just, let's just stop. Democrat You're projecting." Projection. Yeah. <laughs> because you know that you won't. Well, Hillary still is having trouble. Well, there's the website about how Hillary Clinton's really the president and this is how the world is. And, you know, I I want to know, I still, I can't, I can't stop. I can't stop thinking about the debate. Tomorrow? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't help. I'm just, I'm yeah. trying to, th- I'm trying to understand. I mean, I guess we'll wait and see what happens, but what are they thinking? I the mean, debates? Yes. I, I, He's, he can't, he literally can't do it. And we, everybody he knows it. He has to have his phone out to 
as a cheat sheet when he called Harris to ask her to be his vice president candidate. I mean, you can't you you can't talk off the cuff for ten seconds to say, yo, I'd like to ask you to join my campaign. Well, he didn't even know who she was. I just well, and 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 may we digress for a moment to cover the delicious irony of the female black Republican running for Congress in Baltimore mm-hmm. <laughs> who has hilarious. been accused of being an uncle Tom and, and the Democrats have shown the true colors. They, they have, they have been horri- the horrific racists that they've been for 150 years. Right. They slandered this poor woman. They said the only reason Trump picked her, she's a woman. And her response oh, the was the reason she picked her because he picked her because she's black. Yeah, yes, that's right. I'm sorry. She's she's black. And she responded with an absolutely devastating. That's kind of funny, considering that the Democrat overseer basically played <laughs> duck, duck, goose with three different black women over nothing more than the color of their skin. I mean, she just yep. savage. Yep. I, I, I want to move to Baltimore just to vote for this. one. I know she's awesome. I'm like, I'm like. Please run, run in 2024, please, because I want to vote for you. I want to campaign for you. I will work on your campaign. <laughs> this was, she was just, just so nice and so savage at the same time. It was like, bam, that, you know, like that fist in a velvet glove. It was perfect. I want to run her and Mia Love together. That would be the oh, most boy. amazing ticket ever. <laughs> You know, Jay, you brought up you brought up the term Uncle Tom, and um, there is a new documentary film out called Uncle Tom. Did you know this? Is it about Harry Belafonte? It is not. Because the, the Democrats are shitting their pants because the, the Trump campaign apparently put Biden's head on Belafonte's sleeping body. and Oh, Lord. It, it's like, my God, it is fucking humor, people. All right? Yeah. Well, it, the left can't meme. Okay, no, yeah, exactly. You exactly. know, they have no senses of humor. But the the there's a new movie out a, and sorry, documentary. I, I documentary and and I kept on seeing like you know how like Facebook and like YouTube like suggest shit for you because of what yes you know so I, I kept on seeing this like little ad kind of at the bottom of things saying Uncle Tom and I'm like what the hell is this I don't want to read it you know. And finally yeah. today on YouTube, I I clicked on YouTube like uh, I think the trailer for Uncle Tom, and it's a political documentary about black conservatives. Oh boy! And it and I've I've only seen clips on YouTube, but it is really good. I mean, it's got Candace Owens. It's got Thomas Sowell. It's got Larry Elder. You know, like the big names of black conservatives in this country. And not just that, but they they interview all sorts of people that are like, yeah, I'm black and conservative and I love Donald Trump. And I don't know. The whole and and I want to go back to the RNC thing where, you know, uh, now people, I, I think a, a prominent um, news, one of those news anchors, talking head people like MSNBC, CBS, whatever, 
they came out and, and I can't remember what her name was, but she, she basically said that the RNC was like a minstrel show because we had so many black people in, at, on the RNC yeah. speaking. She said the words minstrel show. I mean, really? Right, right. See, they can't possibly be real because, you know, why would any person of color choose the GOP? Because they're racist. Right. Donald Trump is racist. Why is he racist? Because he's racist. It's a lovely little circular argument. You don't ever have right. to think. Exactly. You just, you just bleat four legs good, two legs bad, louder. Right. That's all you have to do. However, the numbers of black Americans... The approval rating for Trump is really pretty astonishing at this point. So astonishing that this pretty much explains why the Democrats are shitting their pants and and doing anything they can. I mean, like, oh God. It, Anything they can to the extent of gaslighting the entire American population. And and they they don't make little lies, they have they they tell big lies. And they, they're hoping it sticks. And I, I don't think it is. I don't think it's sticking. I think people are waking up and seeing what's going on. And and I think part of the reason is the internet. I think part of the reason is the availability of information now. Well, the apparently the after the RNC, the polling for well, first off, you've the the polling suddenly disappeared. Yes, that was an interesting. After yeah, the after RNC. the RNC, interesting factoid: they stopped they stopped uh, publishing the polls. Right. All the ones that showed Biden like ahead so much suddenly suddenly ceased to exist. Yeah. But interestingly enough, a Harris X poll conducted August 22nd to 25th showed 24% of registered black voters approve of President Trump. That's big a jump of nine points from the previous survey taken August 8th, 11th. So before it was like, you know, what, nine, it was like, uh, what, 11, 12 percent. Mm -hmm. Now it's 20, 24 percent. So um, Hispanic voters, 32 percent. Um Trump won the election in 2016 and got 8% of the black vote and 29% of the Hispanic vote. Now yeah. they're saying that 24% of the registered black voters like Trump and 32% of the Hispanic voters like him. Well, the Democrats have to it, be shit in their pants. With it kind of like ties in. It kind of ties into something I've noticed which is all of the Black Lives Matter, not all, but a sizable number of the Black Lives Matter slash Antifa protesters are, I mean, they're not just kind of white. 
They are the <laughs> whitest of the white. Well, Jay, you have yeah. to be you have to be really specific. They're they're white women. Oh boy. And well, uh, the white here men we go. and the white men that want to sleep with them. The white incels. Come on. Right. You, you can say it. The white I mean, the white incels that want to get some. What's an incel? In, involuntary celibate. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh okay. It's, it's, it's guys yeah. whose who's, who's basic method of, method of birth control is their personality. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. I, I've already established that I'm going to hell. I am not just going to hell. I'm driving the fucking bus. So... I just I keep seeing these I keep seeing these news reports and they show the Antifa rioters and they they show these Black Lives Matter. Well, you've got fucking you've got fucking white people, white, white people. I mean, like fucking when when the Anglos met the Saxons, white people telling black people why they shouldn't vote for Trump. I'm like, are you fucking out of your fucking mind? Yes, they are a white person telling a black person that you shouldn't do this. You should vote for Donald Trump. It would be front page fucking news. Are you kidding me? This would be the next incarnation of the Ku Klux Klan. Right. But it's, it's, you know, it's Antifa. It's Black Lives Matter. There, this, this white woman I is holding you. a sign up about Black Lives Matter and she's shrieking in the face of a black woman with a MAGA hat on. I bet you there's a lot of overlap between the modern Antifa and the clan of old. They're, oh, they're probably kindred yeah. spirits. One of the things that I saw today, <clears throat> and I and I hadn't thought of it this way before, um, but while I was watching those the you know videos about the Uncle Tom movie, Candace Owens said something. And I thought it was really interesting. She said that white liberals are the the epitome of narcissism. Oh, absolutely. And <clears throat> she says the test is is when an, a white liberal starts, you know, telling a black person how they should think or <sighs> how they should vote or how they should feel or they should be a victim. Uh, the black person should say, no, thank you. I'm not a victim. I don't feel like I'm a victim. And she said, you know, a regular person would would champion that, would, would say, awesome. I'm so happy you don't feel like a victim. Like, good for you. Like, you know, she said, but white liberals, if you say to a white liberal, I don't feel like a victim. So no, thank you. I don't need your bullshit. Oh, hello. Uh, someone's hungry. He's had his dinner. I'm not sure what's going on. He's um, still hungry. But she said that white liberals like basically lose their minds. They can't, they cease to function. Oh, I, I'm sure that, they lost their minds a long time ago. Well, I know, yeah. but like in in a and and another person in in the in this video said that um, a, a good test for a white liberal is to put them in a room with a black conservative. Yeah. 
That'd be fun. You know, yeah. Hi, cat. He's sitting on his, sitting on my desk, looking at me, saying, "Okay, you're done. Stop talking." Is that cricket outside your window, or is it in the room with you? <laughs> it is it, right outside my window. It is living in the headset, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, but we have we've gotten to a point where it's it seems normal for white liberals to be yelling at black conservatives. Yeah. Wow. And for Guy to be yelling at you. What is it's his only nine thirty, buddy? Is he trying He's to tell like, you it's I'm bedtime? Still hungry. No. I'm not sure I'm what's hungry. happening. I'm hungry. My food dish is nearly empty. Oh my it God. is. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, yeah, that that's a that's a great observation. And it's just flip the tables and see how that looks. Yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah. I, to me, the, the whole like cancel culture, the whole, you know, you, you, Aunt Jemima is racist because of the origins and, and that sort of thing. You know, I, yeah. I, I've heard it explained by a friend who is African American. That they understood that, you know, that the the characterizations, especially the origins, weren't great. But God damn it, they had something that looked like them. Mm-hmm. And now it's being taken away from them. For why? Because a yeah. hundred years ago it was bad. That we are erasing history as fast as we possibly can that we have completely and utterly destroyed comedy Un- unless you're making fun of a white male and what does that do I don't know you guys are not funny at all <laughs> what do you do to a nation's psyche when a significant portion is the butt of all jokes because that's the only safe I'm making air quotes which you can't see but the only safe thing to poke fun at ha white males what a bunch of idiots no growing up Jay I just want to mention that growing my father would not allow me to watch the Simpsons he would not allow me to watch Roseanne. Any show that portrayed the father as like the idiot or the butt of jokes. It was he didn't he didn't think it was right. And that was like when I was a kid. I keep forgetting how young you are. I'm not that young. Yeah, you're young enough. <laughs> But, but yes. you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I know. it's yep. a pervasive cultural thing. Well, sure. You know, and, and, you know, talking about cultural things on a very side, okay. Simpsons, there, there's a, uh, 
in the very beginning, there was a, a running feud. They were they were on at the same time between The Simpsons and The Cosby Show. Mm-hmm. Cosby Show. You know, you look at the the wife was, a, and I'm drawing a complete or blank on on the actress's name. And I Felicia Rashad. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, lawyer married to a doctor. Right. You you could not come up with a more American family. They had, you know, the son, several daughters, ranging in age from a college age to a very cute, you know, young child. It was the show of the 80s. Mm-hmm. You know, a, 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 correct me if I'm wrong. The, you know, the Simpsons supplanted it in the, the, the early 90s, really. You know, the, the first Simpsons aired December of 89. You really can't call them an 80s show. But the Cosby show was a huge chunk of the 1980s. It, it, it's just, it's embedded in 1980s lore. And you've got fucking Michelle Obama saying, black women are invisible. Right. And, <laughs> on, on what planet, lady? Right. Are you fucking kidding me? They're yeah. invisible. Grace Jones. Yeah, we'll, they we'll just, they just have that. their little narrative and they can't bother yeah. to, you know, it's, you know, it's whatever we're, they want. Right. And we're just going to keep saying it. The facts. I, be just, damned. I just before we go on, I want to ask Jay, uh-huh. did you have to look up when when the Simpsons aired first or I, do you have that not. in your head? I did not. They were they were short. Is that in your the, head? On the Tracy Ullman show in 1987 and the first oh. episode. The first episode, Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire, that. was December of 1989, because I, I am such a geek. I remember. That is so cute. I remember I am, reading the Hell on Earth comics. In the oh, school, with Pinky, the, the one-eared school, rabbit. In the school newspaper, drawn by Matt Groening. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because, yes, I'm a dork. Uh, I, I do not pretend anything else. I, I quote Monty Python and Star Trek, and that's yeah, that's my life. But yeah, I I, I have actually gotten into. I think I think I mentioned this Bob's Burgers, which is hysterical. Although I'm still trying to reconcile the the voice actor. Uh, what is it, H. John Benjamin? <laughs> because how can you be Bob from Bob's? How can you be Bob Belcher and? Sterling Archer at the same time. Yeah. I just, I just don't get it. The but. the people that um, the people that did Bob's Burgers also have a new um, series on uh, uh, it's some page Central. What's what's <coughs> Central uh, Comedy shoot, Central? It? It's on. I can't remember what the, but it's called Central Park. Ah. But it's it's done in the same animation style as Bob's Burger. I was on, hoping for a, a whole TV. series based on Louise, but <laughs> now that I'd watch that. Well, watch the hell out of that. You know, <laughs> isn't isn't Bob's <laughs> isn't Bob's Burgers really all about Louise? Anyway? It really kind of is. Yes, you know, I mean, <laughs> really, she's my spirit animal. Her. That's, okay. that's, me, that's me doing Tina when she gets upset. It's <laughs> just oh, such a boy. great show. It really it is. is really good. Yes, it is. 
<laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Pesto and Jimmy Jr. And anyway, anyway, it's the, the things that we watch to escape from the just the, the overwhelming sense that things are going to get really horrifically bad. You know, that, that, you know, the past six months of quarantine and fucking lockdown bullshit and riots and, 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 and turning into riots, which, you know, by the way, excuse the fuck out of me. The riots should have taken nobody by surprise. Right. You Wait. lock people in Wait. their fucking houses and shut off sports and, and concerts and all of the pressure relief valves were closed off because, oh, my God, coronavirus, we're all going to die. Wait, Jay, wait, wait. Remember? Remember back You're... at the beginning of the corona? Two weeks to flatten the curve? When, when, no, when the press <laughs> was against protests? Oh, oh, God, yeah, that was April. Not quite the beginning. When Michigan. That Michigan was Michigan. With the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, they these, were they these were against... horrible people. Yeah, wanted everyone to die. Uh huh. Yeah, and then suddenly, protests are good. Yeah, until until recently, suddenly, suddenly this week, suddenly protests are bad. Well, actually, oh. it's the riots that are bad. Have you mm. noticed that? Yes, yeah. They they realized that. Well, they all they started getting. There's a difference. People are like, people are like, are you fucking? Good? Well, not only are the riots bad, but it's. Trump's fault. That's right. It's all Trump's fault. And that, you know, I've seen that. And as angry as it makes me, it scares (laughs) me far more. Democrats have been supporting the riots from day one. And suddenly this week, they're all Trump's fault. Well, because the polling came back. Yeah, of course it did. And they're saying, oh, no. The whole idea. And I've seen this. I've seen this from left-leaning friends on Facebook. It's like Trump keeps blaming the riots on Democrat-controlled cities in Democrat-controlled states. Why doesn't he do something about it? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. There's this little thing called the fucking Constitution, you stupid motherfucker. Yeah, but they don't (laughs) believe in the Constitution, Jay. They certainly believe in calling Donald Trump Hitler. And here's here's the thing. If he marched federal fucking troops into Portland to stop the fucking riots, he would be Hitler. Yeah. And the right would be rising up to stop him because that's not how this shit fucking works. Right. I I saw him in Kenosha and he was like, all these people, all the governor or the mayor, the whomever, all they have to do is ask. We'll be there. All they have to do is ask. The mayor's got to ask the governor. The governor asks me and then we can bring in as much as you need. Yeah. And he's happy to do it. He said that in Minneapolis. He said that in Portland. He has said it in every fucking city that's had problems with rights. He said it in fucking New York at the beginning of the coronavirus bullshit. Yeah, but they want the rights. When Cuomo was was blabbering about, we don't have enough ventilators. I can't stuff people in nursing homes fast enough. And Trump was like, all you got to do is ask. Do you you see where Cuomo says he's going to release... He's going to release the report on the nursing home deaths on on uh, November 3rd. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, honey. You go right ahead. You, please, by all means. <laughs> the day after the election. Yeah. You know. Like, that's going to make a difference. But it's just, you know, this, this fundamental, stunning, 
lack of knowledge about how anything works or I mean, just just not even knowing how it works. Just stopping for a second to think about. Do you really want the leader of any country, doesn't matter which country, to be involved in the running of every fucking city? I'm sure Kim Il-jong is responsible for every fucking city in North Korea. I'm sure Maduro is responsible for every fucking city in Venezuela. And look at how well those places are doing. You know, we have the division of power for a reason. And yet, you know, it's when it's convenient, it's Trump is Hitler because he had he allowed the federal agents in Portland to defend the courthouse. How dare they? Uh, because the local police were like, fuck you all. They're like, they pay me enough to get involved in this bullshit. So when they tried lighting the courthouse on fire, the feds were like, I don't think so, Chumley. And and now all of a sudden it's Trump should just march in with the feds, regardless of what the locals want. The instant he even joked about bringing in federal troops, it would be. And they'd be right to do so for once. Because that's not how it works. But because we we haven't learned civics we don't care to learn civics we don't care about anything other than fucking partisan goddamn my party my fucking team yay blue yay red bullshit we're so ready to jump in and quite honestly you know i i can't believe i'm saying this but thank god donald trump is the president oh boy because who else could have resisted the early. think about what has been handed to the commander in chief in the past year, not even in the past year, in the past six months, you have had a unprecedented 100 year level pandemic. Mm-hmm. You have had widespread throughout the entire country riots. And in this time, Has the federal government overstepped its bounds? Has it taken steps that it shouldn't have? Has it shit on the Constitution? No, it hasn't. And that, quite frankly, is a fucking amazing that Donald Trump has not used any of these crises to expand the federal government. Okay, All you libertarians, I love you guys, but fuck you, okay? (laughs) Joe Jorgensen has literally less of a chance of being elected president than I do, and I'm not fucking running, okay? Win something at the state level first, okay? And and Minnesota with Jesse Ventura doesn't fucking count. Yeah, but celebrity. The the problem, the problem with libertarianism and and like, I mean, it's a it's. It's a utopian theory. I mean, right? It, it's it's the flip side of communism. It's yeah. It's every bit. It's every bit as unworkable as communism. It's just. It's it sounds great until you start looking at you know how is this actually going to work and then it falls apart. Right. Right. But I you mean, know, it, it it look at what we have right now. 
You have you have crises upon crises. You have this pandemic. And and let me just take a step back and say fuck you to these people who are Trump virus death toll. Fuck you. Mm. You spent fucking months going, it's racist of him to call it the Wuhan flu. Fuck you. It started somewhere. The United States is the epicenter of the of the virus. Fuck you. Jay's getting wound up. This is great. I'm just, it's so, it's so infuriating. Well, especially, sa- especially since our numbers are not real. Right. They're, they're just, it's, I mean, the CDC came up. out, the CDC came out this past week. And I think this is, is a huge news story that really is getting kind of glossed over. The CDC came, came out with numbers this week, past week, where their, their numbers are like COVID deaths, but there are COVID deaths. Okay. Deaths with COVID Yep. Versus deaths from COVID. And I think this is like the the major point here. So the number to me is okay. So the news, if you look at the news, we've had a hundred and okay, let's just say a hundred and fifty thousand COVID deaths in this country. Uh but if you look at the CDC numbers, there is deaths with COVID and deaths from yep. COVID. And the deaths from COVID, which indicate that the deaths were caused by the COVID virus. Right. There were no, no other factors. No yep. other factors is under 7,000. Yeah. It, it's 6% of the deaths. So... What and, are we and, doing? Yep. What are we doing? Well, why am I sitting in the library for seven hours a week, seven hours a day, wearing a mask behind plexiglass? What are we doing? Now, now the the counter to that, the the pro mask people will point yeah. out th- will point out that well, well, no, well, because what that means is if if you have you know, pick one diabetes, COPD, okay, whatever. Fine. And then you get COVID. Well, the COVID exacerbates it and you die. Well, that's okay. caused by COVID. You wouldn't have died if it wasn't for COVID. Except mm. that, that, okay. But I'm willing, okay, sure. You win. You win that one. Okay. Except, except I get into a car wreck. It's really bad. They rushed me to the hospital. I die from my injuries. As part of the autopsy, they discover I have COVID. Up, oh, that's a COVID death. Yeah. Right. So it's it's we do not know what the split is. No, and, I have no idea. And that is intentional. And here's the is. thing. Here's the thing. You can you can go back. The most simple the most simple explanation in the world has been will always be follow the money. There's a financial incentive for hospitals to treat mm-hmm. people for COVID-19. This is a fact. This is not this is not some, you know, right-wing conspiracy. This is a fact. There's a financial incentive. So, of course, 
the guy that was shot dead but tested positive for COVID-19, that's a COVID death. He was treated for COVID. Yeah, <laughs> after you found his head, you treated him for COVID. Well, the other thing they're doing, and Brita pointed this out earlier, is that they're they're double and triple and quadruple counting. So if you go in and get a COVID test, oh yeah, all right, that's that's a COVID that's a COVID case. If you go in and get another test a week later to see if you're still yep. infected, that's yep. another one. They don't yep. say, oh, this one person had COVID and they still have it. Those yep. are two. Those are treated as two completely and- separate positive COVID. Events yep. and if you go in and get a third test, again, it counts as yep. a third. So, you know, so so they're listing and what in, six in states six... like Texas. If you go ahead, uh, and in states like Texas, if you go in a month later and you you test for the the antibodies, that's another COVID positive right, exactly. test. Exactly. So if you Jesus. even if you don't have it, but you had it at one time, right. It's also right. counted. So so they're saying we've got 6 million cases in the U.S., but how many of those are real? Okay. Yeah. You know, well, here's, here's another thought. About two weeks ago, when schools in the South started going back, and I only know because, like, I know it was Georgia. They started going back actually in the buildings, the kids going in, and all of the headlines were 100,000 children tested positive for COVID-19. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you honestly think that if one of those 100,000 children, one, had required hospitalization, that there wouldn't have been wall-to-wall coverage of this one poor child on death's door because Trump wants to kill your children? So I'm going to go out and say it. If one of those kids had required hospitalization, not died, required hospitalizations, it would have been front page news. It would have been the leading story on every newscast. It would have been the the top of every web page. It would have been above the fold on every major paper. If one kid out of those 100,000 had done anything other than, yeah, we tested for COVID, I'm we're going to keep them home. We're going to keep them under observation. And guess what? They got better. Because for kids, and this is the part that the pro mask people completely and utterly glossed over in their zeal to point out how wrong the interpretation of that number was. 94% of the deaths had multiple comorbidities. Right. You had diabetes, you had heart disease, you had cancer, you had you had significant health issues. You had over 70. I mean, come on, being old is yeah. a comorbidity. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and it doesn't matter if you get COVID. If you get if you get the flu and you're 80 years old, you're probably gonna die. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I heard that the 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 average age of death for COVID is like eighty. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's actually above the. It's life expectancy. higher than the life expectancy for like normal. Just, just in general, the the overall average life expectancy is lower than the average COVID death. Now, again, this it, it's this has been twisted and manipulated just to to mean you don't care about people dying, you don't care about grandma. 
No. What we care about is we have turned the idea of quarantine on its head. We have shut down the economy. We have shuttered businesses. We have, we have put good people out of jobs. We have destroyed family-owned businesses for something that could very easily be handled just like the flu. And we were mocked and ridiculed for it for months. It's just the flu. It's not just the flu. No, no it's, it turns out it's exactly like the flu. That if you don't feel good, don't go out. If you're in a risk group, take precautions. But you don't fucking cartwheel the economy into the ground on fire. We didn't do it for the swine flu. We didn't do it for the bird flu. We didn't do it for any number of novel strains that popped up the past 20 fucking years. All of a sudden, this one, we lost our fucking minds. And, you know, I, I hate to put on the tinfoil hat. Well, first of all, from a statistical analysis, the last time I looked, the worldwide corona, corona, coronavirus deaths were around 850,000. The U.S. deaths were crowding 190,000. So you mean to tell me the United States has a fucking quarter of the entire world's coronavirus deaths? That makes no sense whatsoever. Well, it sort of does, Jay. If, 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 you look at, if you look at one of the major comorbidities of COVID-19 death. Obesity? Obesity. And the U.S. has by far the most per capita fat fucks of any place <laughs> in the world. I'm just, you know, it's well, what it well, is. You, I mean, well, look, at, look at a crowd, look at a crowd picture of anywhere in the U S and, and compare it to a crowd picture of anywhere in the U S from 50 years ago. It is, it's well, startling. The people, the people thought. from the people from the mid 20th century, they all look emaciated. They look skinny. Yeah. But that was normal. People yep. now, they look like, you know, Jesus. Well, there, there's another point, too, which is if the average death from COVID is 80, well, how many second world countries, how many socialist countries have a life expectancy of 80? None. See, they die long before they, they, they get old enough to be affected by COVID. But again, again, it's it's that uncertainty, you know, it's that whole uncertainty that, yes, you know, it is entirely possible that what that CDC study means is that, well, you had, you know, you had COPD. And when you got when you got COVID, when you were infected with COVID-19, it overwhelmed your your pulmonary system. You couldn't breathe and you passed away from it. Yes, it can absolutely mean that. And it can also mean that you were perfectly healthy and you fell off a ladder, hit the ground, hit your head when you landed, but because you tested positive for COVID-19, you're listed as COVID death. The problem is they played fast and loose with these numbers. We can't trust any of them. No, we can't. They're all you know, and when you're using the numbers as justification for continuing the shutdowns, you know, I, I can't, I can't even begin to 
enunciate how infuriated I become when I see the same people who are like, stay home and save lives, are posting, oh, my favorite restaurant closed. Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> Fuck you! Yeah. It's You're... your fucking fault. Yeah, it really is. Because you shit your fucking pants over something that is the common fucking cold. If you're at risk, it can kill you. Yes. Do you know how much in life can kill you if you're at risk? Yeah, everything. You, exactly. Life is a sexually transmitted terminal disease. None of us get out of this alive. Yeah. You know, and, and sure, sure, you're not going to die of COVID if you stay in your house all day long. Nobody wants to talk about, you know, the increase in suicides, people losing their jobs, people losing their businesses, people losing everything they've worked for their entire lives. The increase in domestic violence and abuse, alcoholism, drug dependence. Yeah. You know, that those are those are just well, 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 that's because that's because liberals liberals are incapable of calculating second, third order effects. They just can't do it. I mean, how many times have you seen? Oh, yes, we're going to raise taxes and we're going to make this much money from it. No, you're not. We're going to tax the one percent. Yeah. How'd gonna, that work out for you? Yeah, for you, we're going to raise city? taxes on the rich and make all this money. We're going to raise minimum wage. Yeah. Yes. They, oh, yes. Yeah, it's That's, ridiculous. They just, they're yeah. completely incapable. I, of, I've always felt that they are incapable of like the follow through no, of yeah. thought. No, they you can't know, do it. Think of it to its natural conclusion, but they, I, they can't. It's all. I, I'd wager. Like, the basic, the basic tenet of communism from each, according to their ability to each, according to their need, is entirely unworkable in any context. It, it cannot, it doesn't work. It'll never work. And anybody that thought about it for a few minutes would realize that it can't work. However, these people believe in it wholeheartedly. They're, they live in a fantasy land where reality doesn't I'd, I'd intrude. Almost, I'd almost wager some can. They just know that nobody will follow up on it. You know, or when they you say the minimum to be wage, in charge. Yeah. You know, I, it, that, that's such a great, great point, Brita, that the minimum wage. Mm. You know, they're like, oh, you can't live on the minimum wage. No shit, Sherlock. Do you know why? Because <laughs> the minimum wage is meant for entry-level fucking teenagers. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. If you are, if you've been working at a job for more than a week or two and you're still making minimum wage, guess what the problem is? It ain't the business. It's you. Yep. You know, you're an if, idiot. If, if you're trying to raise a family, flipping burgers at the local fast food joint, and it's the, not that it, yeah. the problem is not that they're not paying you enough. The problem is you have made serious mistakes in your life. And, and I have very good friends who have worked in retail, but you know what they didn't do? They didn't stay on the fucking bottom. They worked hard. They became, they, they became assistant managers and they moved up to managers. Some of them are store managers. Because you don't need a college degree. You don't have to have, you know, the, the fancy letters and whatnot. You have to work. And if you are someone that is relying on the minimum wage rising 
to make more money rather than your own ability, your own ability to show up and put in the fucking time and work hard. You don't deserve more than the minimum wage. Well, the big and push, that's not the big push the for business's fault. The big push for minimum wage, no matter how they describe it or no matter how they talk about it, has always come from unions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Unions. Unions created the minimum wage. Unions have always have always pushed the minimum wage, and they've always pushed minimum wage increases because it makes it makes it's a very minimum wage is a very racist thing, <laughs> and and the minimum wage the minimum wage was first created to keep poor black people out of the out of the employee market out of the labor market. Because if you, you know, if you're a businessman and it costs you, you know, 10 bucks an hour, you know, back in the day, you had to, you had to pay 10 bucks an hour, you, you know, you were going to hire the union guy and cause the, the, the poor, you know, the poor black kid trying to, you know, get his, you know, first job or whatever, you, you, he's not worth that much. So, you know, minimum wage has always been racist. It's always been unionist. It's always been, you know. Huh. Like, Interesting. Like all things Democrat. Gun control. Hmm, yeah. Same thing. Yeah, Roots same and racism. Thing. Pushed by Democrats. And minimum wage. Racist. Pushed by Democrats. Hmm. Yeah. And on that note. Yeah. Time to go. <laughs> She's all wound up, though. Yeah, I know. This is we're we're, oh, we're recording just... this an hour later than we normally do, which is probably yeah. a mistake because Jay's going to be all so wound up he can't go to bed. Now. <laughs> oh, I can always go to bed. That's gonna, the beautiful thing. He's going to be all like, <laughs> no, it's 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 therapeutic. You know, it's oh, just, I, I keep it's seeing, cathartic. I keep seeing all I, exactly. I keep it's seeing the all the weekly this stuff catharsis. That, you know, it's just it just drives me nuts. You know, and and it's it's just. It's it's kismet that you you pick the minimum wage of all things, you know, but just because that's one of my little bet noirs, if you will. Oh yeah. You know, that's because awful. I worked those jobs. Oh, I did too. You know, and and, and I think I'm still working that job. Just, <laughs> it just, but you know, the thing is, like, you know, and I know folks that that I I knew people that stayed at the minimum wage, and guess what? They stayed at the minimum wage for a reason. Because they didn't work hard, they didn't show up, they didn't put the time in. And what we're seeing now is, you should reward that. And I'm like, yeah, fuck no. I still say that's just the excuse. The real, the real reason is to is to keep people. So, so it's oh, a, it's oh, a win win for the it's... Democrats. They have more people on welfare and unemployment, which they like. Yeah, and, oh, and yeah. they have they have fewer people competing for jobs for the union people. So. Well, it also ties into the whole basic universal income, which right. I, the fact that we do not summarily fling anyone that mentions universal basic income into a volcano is a failing, <laughs> you know, because the whole idea that we're just going to give you money for fucking existing. Yeah, that's never going to nope. work. I'm sorry. You go into the volcano. We will find one. I, we, we may have to take creative measures, but you will go into a volcano. We'll make one. We, we'll we create it might a be volcano. a dormant, <laughs> might be a dormant one. We'll just leave you in there because that is such a horrific anti-American 
anti-capitalist, anti-fucking everything this country it's, stands it's for. It's anti-human, really. Yes. yes. It really it, is. And it's also that whole, you know, money printer goes, brrr. You know, that this, this money is just going to come from somewhere, some magical somewhere. Oh, we just taxed the wealthiest 1%. I'm like, what are you, a fucking pull toy? You're one of those toys that has a string in your back and you yank it and you hear a catchphrase. Ah, wealthiest 1%. Ah. You know, if you, if you took literally everything the wealthiest 1% have, you took literally 100% of their income, you might be able to fund these pie-in-the-sky bullshit fucking programs for a week. And then what do you do? You you destroyed the billionaires. You know, like every time I hear somebody say, no one should be allowed to have a billion dollars. I'm like, want a helicopter ride, commie? Because that's where you're headed. Oh, man, I want a helicopter so bad. <laughs> You know, this whole, this whole, Jeff Bezos has a hundred billion dollars. He shouldn't. Bullshit, he shouldn't. You like Amazon? You like getting shit fucking second day? You like being able to buy literally anything on the fucking planet at the click of a mouse or a press on the screen? He built that, you stupid fucking jackanape. And we really need to go. <laughs> <laughs> Then I'm armed up again. Ah! Jay got an extra I feel, rant. I feel like I feel like Teddy. Yeah, when Teddy gets wound up. Yep. Bob, I'm gonna tell you. I can't do a good Teddy. Back to Bob. All right, everyone. So, we'll all right. Back. On that note, folks. Okay. We'll be back I, next week. I will shut up. Next I'll save some for next week. It'll be fun. Okay. <laughs> oh, or or something. Or something. All right. Okay. Bye. <laughs> all, right. all right, guys. Bye, y'all.